welcome back to Love and Sheila, the podcast. We are here at episode 13. And I know for many, uh, 13 is an unlucky number, but we're not into luck, you know. We're not, we're not doing that thing. So here we are, episode 13. And um, I just want to reflect a little, like every time we do this, there's always a lot of reflection for me. As I look back at all of our episodes and I just see the the catalog of content that we have protecting our peace and who are you and tune in and be empowered and I just think all these titles are so um, powerful and so important and they're really telling a story and they're telling a story of how to holistically incorporate all these things into loving ourselves and it's definitely a process it's definitely a journey and it's definitely work and like we said before we are worth it so we are tuning in and we are empowering ourselves and we're trying to get the work done so we're just jumping right into it um love and shield of the podcast has been an extraordinary uh, opportunity for me because it allows me more to tell my story, um, to live my story, to direct my story, and um, orchestrate and narrate the story. And you know, and when I see, as I'm telling the story, when I see there are areas that really need to be addressed, it allows me to focus on them. So really fleshing out different areas of my life and hopefully, in the process of me having lived all these years that there's some things that I can share with you that might be helpful, that might um, help you avoid some pitfalls or, you know, might even just tell you, oh, I'll do that too, because it works. Um, you know, so hopefully giving my story allows some of you to see yourselves in me and maybe do some of the things I did or not do some of the things that I did in order to, you know, course, course correct more rapidly because <clears throat> I came up with Love and Sheila because I found that after years I wasn't really focused on Love and Sheila. I was kind of focused on loving everybody else or trying to be what everyone needed me to be and putting Sheila second. But like my, t my son told me recently, uh, put yourself first. And it was interesting to hear him say that because, you know, uh, he could be... Uh, a victim if I'm, when I, if I'm putting myself first because that means he won't be a priority but I appreciated the love that he gave me and to tell me like you need to put yourself first and so um, I'm trying to raise myself in my hierarchy and make sure that I'm taking care of myself and loving myself and that's what this is all about so it has really given me the opportunity to evaluate things again to tell my story to look deeper at the story and to, you know, um, help define me. Because like we said, if you don't define yourself for yourself, then you will be crushed and you will be what everyone else wants you to be. And in the process of me defining myself and um, making sure I'm doing the things that are loving me, we've come under some attack, you know, some, some have wanted to shut us down. There's been some ridicule, there's been some criticism and even confusion um, and I think <clears throat> that only comes from knowing your audience because there is an audience for this 
and typically it's women and typically it's women who've been married and have children and have had careers and so forth and that's our audience and so when it falls on different ears and obviously um, with different experiences it's like reading someone else's mail because it's not for you so you don't quite understand it and and you're not looking at it with the correct lens you know you have to be looking at it from a lens of openness from a lens of what can I get from this um, those kind of things and if we don't do it from that lens then we're probably missing it and we're probably reading someone else's mail and it's going to lead to confusion and so forth so I feel like letting you the podcast is you know type and shadow of what my life has been because not only you're not always understood sometimes you will come under attack simply for trying to be yourself or to love yourself but you know what do you do in those situations that's the question what do you do you stand up you stand for what you believe in you make sure that you do think do things with dignity and integrity and that it comes from a good place in your heart and that's where I feel love and Sheila is it's we're trying to do things with dignity integrity to look inward and not outward to look at our approach to the world and see how we can change our lives by looking at ourselves and seeing what we can do and how we can um, set up our space our life our peace in this our place in this world the way we want it to be and not the way people want us to want it to be or what they think it should be or what they think that we should listen to but actually what feels right intrinsically within us you know um, again if you don't define yourself for yourself then you're always going to be taking in all these other opinions of what should be happening and it doesn't necessarily agree with your soul so you need to do some soul searching to know what works for you because it might work for Tammy or Teresa and Tina but it may not work for you so that's where we are in love and Sheila I'm telling you some things that work for me and you know it's your opportunity to take what you can um, what works what you think it would be helpful and if it doesn't then I understand you know we'll move on to the next thing but there are so many different areas that we're touching that I feel like it can be beneficial for so many women um, as we go on our journeys in this life and I look at life as I'm looking at life now more as a movie, okay? And the other day I was reflecting on that and I was thinking to myself, when are we going to get to the good part? And it reminded me of this song when I was a teenager um, by Houdini and I started to listen to it, just an old school rap song. Because I'm like, okay, when are we going to get to the good part? We've been through a lot. We've been through some um, fun stuff. We've been through our raising our children. We've been through building our life, um, building our family, building our career and all this other stuff. And it's been so much effort. It has been so much work. So I was kind of like, when are we going to get to the good part where it's just like, well, that's what Love and Sheila is about is getting to that good part. And like I said, it's a, it's, I look at it, I'm looking at it like a movie because you know there are some segments um, or portions or scenes that seem like they take eternity you know because those were the painful parts or the difficult parts the challenging parts but I had to 
reframe it and focus and realize these are just a small, this is just a small scene from the movie. There are so many more, you know, there's the, so many more pieces to this film. You know, this may be the epilogue and this may be the prologue and this may be the first chapter and this may be the final scene, you know, but if you put it all in the big picture, it helps you to gain some perspective because it makes the challenging or the not so happy times that seem like they extend forever, it puts them into perspective and you see that they're really not as long as they seem. It's just a chapter in the book and you'll be turning the page soon and there'll be a new chapter and there will be a good part coming and then there'll probably be a not so good part again. And then, you know, that's just like, those are just the ebbs and the flows of this life. And so that's the perspective that I'm getting because this is a long movie. Just like many people say, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And I certainly know what a marathon is. I've been there because at about mile 18, it's like, why did I sign up for this? <laughs> what was I thinking, you know? But at mile 26, you're like, yes, I did it. And so that's pretty much how life is. And so I want to make sure that we go into this and knowing that, you know, the, tr the difficult times will come but they will not stay. And it's a matter of how we persevere through it. And that's what I'm getting at is, you know, I said we stand up to it and how we're resilient and what helps us to be resilient. What are we calling on for our strength? You know, um, what are our patterns? This is what was brought to me today. What are our patterns of resilience? So all those times that we had to make it through, you know, all the difficult times, all the challenging times, what did we do? What did we lean into? What did we grab hold to? You know, what were those things? So memorial, like I mentioned before, memorializing things. Like last week I told you I memorialized something. I took a photo of me and I recalled the feelings and I, I stayed present in that feeling. But what is it that got you through? You know, what behaviors made it possible for you to continue, for you to keep standing. I remember a pastor, um, when I was a kid, there were these toys, they were called Weebles. And the, and the, and the slogan was Weebles wobble, but they don't fall, fall down. So Weebles are, are like a toy and they're like people, but they don't have legs. They're just like, they're like an egg shape. So you can shake them and you can push them and they, they kind of like move, but they don't fall down. They always stand up, they always pop back up. What did you lean on that made you resilient in your times? You know, it could have been a friend. It could have been a family member. Um, it could have been your parents, your children, our, our God, you know, that, we're, that we lean on. But there's some, or it could be books, or studying, or whatever. But there's something, there's a process, there's a pattern that we rely on that helped us through. And I just want to encourage you, whatever that is, you know, for me, it, it's the Word of God. Um, it could be me reading the Word of God. It could be me um, listening to different preachers encourage my soul. But that's what I have to lean into. Um, it's, it's, so it's God for me, you know. And, and oftentimes, I think I have looked for a substitute 
because you know God is you know he's spirit and uh, you know I can't say God what shall I do uh, you know just hear him so plainly Sheila uh, walk that way or whatever you know it's not that plain it, it requires some quietness and some time with him and some meditation you know and sometimes we're not patient enough to um, do that let's just be honest we're not patient we want a quick fix and um, you know maybe I'll reach out to a friend or a family member and want some to exchange some thoughts and I know for me there has been um, I feel like there has been a disconnect where I don't quite connect with my feelings and what I'm thinking as far as communicating with others and it's like we don't quite get each other and so and maybe just for this season and we'll talk about seasons in a minute it's probably just for this season but what it's taught me is what we already knew and that is you know let's see your mama can't save you your daddy can't save you your husband can't save you your wife can't save you your sister your brother your child you know what I'm saying you have to do the work so your mother can't tell you, oh, daughter, this is it. You know, at the end of the day, you have to do it for yourself. And that comes from that alone time that you have with yourself and bringing God into it or bringing in whatever those past practices were for you that helped you to stay resilient, to help you to stay the course, which helped you to get up and keep moving and move in a direction that was forward you know that you weren't looking back and you weren't carrying that baggage with you that you are moving forward in a free fashion so that's what i want to encourage you to just lean into those those patterns whatever it may be for you you know look back over your life and see you know the different areas that you have overcome and how you approached it and you may see some ways that you approached it that were not the best ways and you know to make sure you not not to make sure that you do not incorporate that that you uh, remove those patterns and work on the ones that are bringing you where you need to go bringing you to that new place and um, that's what i want to encourage you today um, again i earlier i said pieces of me and that was in my spirit when i woke up this morning i just kept thinking of pieces of me and the pieces of me that I have brought to 2023. You know, there are some pieces of me that I left behind, you know, in 2000 or in 95. You know, there's some things that can't go with you to the next level. And so, um, though I mentioned previously there's some areas that I felt like were broken and so that would cause there to be some pieces and so you know I am trying to put it all back together again you know um, putting all these pieces back together for the purpose of the longer story and the longer story what I found is in life there are seasons there's seasons to everything under the sun and if you look at ecclesiastes 3 1 through 8 i'll have my producers put it up there because if i quote it 
you know, I will quote it poorly, but what I'll say is for everything under the sun, there is a season for it. So there's a time to laugh, a time to cry, you know, there's a time for joy, there's a time for pain, but there is a season for everything. So just like in our long movie, we have our epilogue, we have our chapters, we have our final scene. Likewise in life, there are seasons and we have to, you know, go through the seasons because it's they will change. And so we have to be ready, willing, and equipped. And so we have to know what got us through this last stormy season is what we're gonna need to get us through this stormy season. And why not add a little extra to it? Why not, you know, incorporate some things that you're learning from Dr. Cloud or, you know, some word that you've been given in um, in, your, in school or in your um, church or whatever. So it's just gathering all these things to make a more resilient you, uh, a, a more bulletproof you. That's what we're trying to do. And one thing that, a word that I that stuck with me this week as I was just going through some things and re rearranging some things, and, and um, I said, I'm gonna repurpose this. And it was furniture, and I, I, I just was uh, med meditating on that word, repurposing, because there's so many things that I'm trying to repurpose. And I might even be repurposing Sheila, you know, while I'm loving Sheila. Maybe I'm repurposing her, you know. Um, now she's got a, a new purpose in her life, and it starts with me. Um, it's, it starts with me, like my son said, put yourself first. So that's the repurposing. And so I want us to evaluate that because, you know, we may have some things that we're taking with us into this next chapter, into this next season, but understand we might take them with us, but we also might repurpose them. You know, they have a different function in our life now. You know, they may have been the, uh, the star, but now they may be a supporting member uh, of the story. So remember, it's okay to repurpose. It's okay to uh, redesignate different, is that right? To designate things for a different purpose. And that's what I found that, you know, I was doing. And I was also, I, I, yeah, I was watching that in Just Like That, the latest episode. And it struck me because she's, at the end, she says she's repurposing her pain. And and I don't know if everything that I'm repurposing is pain. It may not be pain, it just maybe just some things out of utility. But maybe it's repurposing your pain, you know, the things that used to hurt, to take ownership of it again and to take away the the dagger that it has previously placed in your soul. You know, repurpose it to where you're defining it and you're allowing it to bring you a happy place, a joy that you're allowing yourself to see beauty in it, you know? What was most painful, now you can see it for something else. And that's what I got from her saying, repurposing her pain. So that's just another word. I think I've seen like a lot of trigger words for me that um, just stand out like pieces of me and um, good part and repurposing. And another word 
that falls in line with what I'm saying is they also said your story is unwritten and that was profound to me because here I am telling the story but the story like I told you before there's no strategy there's no particular plan other than just doing all this work and seeing where I land so the story is not written it's unfolding as we speak and I want us all to embrace the fact that our stories are not written completely I mean like we don't know it how, to, how we're going to tell it exactly all I can tell you is I want to tell my story I don't know with how the story is going to end necessarily the step by step each act or each scene or each chapter in the story it is unwritten but I want us to take it from a place of empowerment, not a place of victimhood, not a place of uh, being defeated, but more of overcoming and seeing the positive in the situation, seeing the growth in the situation, seeing how the different situations have brought us where we are, you know, help giving us the uh, knowledge base that we need to apply wisdom to our circumstances and our situations and that when we're repurposing things that we have the right to do so and we can designate whatever we want to designate for whatever purpose that suits our needs that help us to love ourselves more fully and more completely um, this is what i believe is powerful in repurposing and you know, redesigning and I think we need to be mindful of this, that we need to be assured of the power that we have because we're powerful, you know, we are able, we have so much ability and we can't lose sight of that, that even though we might go through some circumstances and deal with some seasons that um, maybe we wish that season would not have come or maybe we wish it would go really quickly. Um, but at the same time, know that we are powerful and that we are able to overcome, that we are, you know, that we, we are open to where we land and we are responsible for where we land and we can uh, direct it the way we like. And, you know, we can use the uh, um, cinematography that we like. I mean, um, we, all these things can change. The facts remain the same, but how our perspective and how we look at things that can be um, tailored through our uh, experiences and our how empowered we feel in a given situation. So, so that I'm so that I'm more clear. I want to say the facts remain the same, the experience remains the same. How we go through it, the degree of resilience and the degree of empowerment we have is up to us. It's in our hands we determine that part. We can determine if we're a victim or if we're a victor. We have that in our hands. And so I want us to remember to go through whatever season it is because there's a time for everything, but just know that whatever it is, you're going, you will come out of it. Uh, you know, you might have to dust yourself off a little bit, you know, um, you might be a little um, scathed. <laughs> there might be some ashes. But like the word God says, he'll give you beauty for ashes. So come out, dust yourself off, get back, you know, get back firmly in the race, 
be empowered, know who you are, love yourself, walk the walk that's right for you, tell the story like only you can because only you can live your life. You know, like I said, your mother can't do it, your father can't do it, your husband can't do it, no one can do it but you. But you are empowered to live life that you design. You are empowered to procure the things that you want in your life. You are empowered to remove the things that you don't want. All these things are in your hands. Ladies, I want you to feel empowered. I want you to know that whatever season you're in, there is a plan. You know, you are, you win, you are victorious. So let's keep that in mind that whatever state you find yourself in right now, doesn't mean that's where you stay. The script has been written daily by you. And it's with, you know, the focus of Love and Sheila, the podcast is to give you the equipment to make this script turn out the way you like, loving yourself, and even liking yourself, and doing the things that you want to do, um, just making the life that you want for yourself. And, um, you know, it's interesting, today my son told me that I'm slowly morphing into a Karen. Now, I don't want to be a Karen, I don't want to, like, that's not the, my destination, so I might be a Karen right now, today, but I'm telling the story, and I'm writing the script, and that won't be my final destination, so maybe I'm just passing through right now, you know, um, maybe I'm passing through, but we have the ability to tell our story, okay, and I just want you to know, ladies, be resilient, follow the, pat the patterns of your resilience, know which way to go, Remember, we wobble, but we don't fall down. Believe in your strength and trust yourself. And um, I think that's all I have to say about that for now. Um, but I love you for watching. I thank you. I appreciate you. I thank you. I, I know I mentioned some of the um, things that were uh, destructive as far as commentary that I received on Love of Sheila, but there's also been so much positivity. I mean, far more positivity than negativity. And so for all of you, I thank you, and I thank you for your encouragement, and I thank you for helping me to see the path, to loving myself, and hoping that we're all on this journey together to love ourselves better, and to be happy, and to smile, and have more days where there are more smiles, less tears, more joy, and less pain. You know, that's that's what we're striving for. So I thank you again for watching. Don't forget, go get your Loving Me shirt. Love yourselves, ladies. It starts right there. And I will see you on the next Love and Sheila, the podcast.